0: Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
0: Hey guys, it's Dawn. I want to share some mini episodes with you each week to give you some bite-sized insights into how to heal, new ways to think, truth bombs, choices you can make for yourself. I want to encourage you on your healing journey. I want to help you to see through these beautiful shares more of the truth and give you even more inspiration to heal. I believe in you. You can do this. So here is one of our mini episodes. I hope it's helpful. Take a listen.
1: The financial abuse was absolutely crazy. Um, she even pretended that my dad didn't pay for child support. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. And he actually did. And then I was supposed to get money when I was 18, but I ended up signing it over to her having no idea what it was. She charged me rent. So it really is like a form of power over the target. And if you're a child of a narcissist, they, they have that leverage. And if you're married to a narcissist, for example, like the, they can take control over the finances and all that. And it's really just to keep you stuck and there under their control as long as possible.
0: Yeah that's really hard and so obviously you have put up with your mother for years you've you've just put up with so much stuff but what at what point did you sort of say this is not normal like did you kind of realize that there was this narcissistic personality within your mum
1: yeah, I actually found out in 2014. I was going through a breakup with a narcissist, <laughs> except I had no idea at the time. It was a very short, very confusing relationship, which is what prompted me to Google the behavior to begin with, um, and then went down that Google rabbit hole, and then I found something about narcissistic mothers, and everything sort of made sense. I feel like throughout most of my life, I felt like something was wrong, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. And there were so many people gaslighting me, like just so many people saying, oh, that's your mother, your mother loves you. As if it's like this default thing that just because someone's a mother, they automatically love their children and want the best for them. But you know, no one really can conceive of a mother actually using their child for whatever they think supply is going to do for them in life Um, so it's just you know it it was wild and so 2014 was really when I found the word to describe what I had been searching for pretty much my whole life but I kind of went back into denial for a bit until 2016 very early 2016 when I had like the first conversation ever with my father and he kind of told me everything and then I found all the documents that confirmed what he was saying so it was really like I had irrefutable proof at this point that yeah like I am not dealing with a normal person here and something (laughs) something has to change
0: wow so that conversation with your dad must have been crazy
1: yeah (laughs) It like really this was. this
0: guy that you've thought was a monster your whole life. Mm-hmm. And then somehow you sit down with him and he explains everything. Mm-hmm. It must've just been like, Oh, what, what did you feel? Like so much betrayal. Like
1: I was just in shock mm. for the most part. Like it was like, I, I was angry. Like I was very angry and it was just like escalating and escalating. And I knew like before I had that conversation with my dad, it was January 4th, 2016. I'll never forget. Um, <laughs> because on New Year's Day, that was the day that I decided I am I need to move out because she she got mad at me because I put my coat on the chair, which I always did because our closet door was broken forever and I was going to go back out. So, you know, this was a non-issue she starts freaking out on me and i said i basically like i was fed up at this point with her because more and more truth bombs were coming out and i was basically like hey i'm gonna film you and show you how absurd you're behaving when you've calmed down a notch because like you're you're literally having a temper tantrum over a coat on a chair And then she got up, punched me in the shoulder, walked away, started screaming about how she wanted to kill herself and all that kind of manipulative crap. Um, It it didn't hurt because she was like in her seventies at the time. So I mean, whatever, but it was still just the intention behind it. And so that happened. And then I have this conversation with my father like three days later. So I was just, I was pissed. Like, I was just like, wow, so many truth bombs coming out. Part of me still didn't really believe my dad because I was like, okay, like, what you're saying makes total sense, but oh my gosh, like I can't, like I literally can't. And he lives in the States. So we actually, our first conversation was over the phone. So it was just like this really, I had to drive to a park so that I wouldn't have the conversation at home for my mom to overhear. Like there was just so many little details I had to be aware of. And then we ended up meeting up in person in February-ish by And by that point, I already found those documents. I found all the proof that I needed. So it was just, yeah, it was a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess there's this hesitation, like you said, you said it was like a hesitation Mm -hmm. because then you've actually got to admit what's actually happened, I suppose, in your own mind you know like this has actually happened my whole life it's like living in a parallel universe
1: Mm -hmm. and I had this belief just so ingrained within me that my mother was just this victimized woman by this horrible man and you know he would have done all these bad things to me if I had him in my life and all that kind of stuff so it was like really really hard for me to unbelieve that yeah especially at first it was like oh okay wow
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so when you looked into this narcissistic personality, what were the sort of things people could look out for that might suggest classic signs that your mother's a narcissist?
1: So kind of like competing with their children, um, making their children responsible for their emotions, the guilt trips, the gaslighting, all that kind of stuff. And just, you know, this this need to have control over the whole situation, plus the cycle of abuse. So the love bomb devalue discard cycle. Once you know that that's what you need to look out for, you can kind of see how it can play out in your personal life. Um, So I mean, I don't like saying the general signs too much, because sometimes it fits, sometimes it doesn't. It's really about that pattern more than anything. And, you know, That really, if it's a mother daughter thing, there's like that competitive nature to it and all that kind of stuff. And like, they just kind of feel like you're an extension of them. They want you to be a miniature version of them kind of thing. Um, And just so there's, there's so many different signs that you could look out for, but love bombing, devaluation, rinse and repeat. Sometimes they don't discard. Sometimes they do. Um, But yeah, just that kind of thing.
0: So the discard part is permanent.
1: Sometimes, sometimes not. It can be very subtle sometimes. Like it can just be like an overnight silent treatment sometimes. And then they come back in with love bombing as if absolutely nothing happened. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really depends on what's happening in that present situation.
0: Yes. And do you believe that your mother loved you?
1: No, no. not at all. She no. loved supply. She loved the supply that I gave her when I was behaving the way she wanted me to behave. But no, not at all.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that that must be very hard to come to terms with.
1: Yeah, it was it was at first, um but you know once I started kind of doing the inner work and healing from it it just made so much more sense and I was able to kind of you know be okay with that because I was very fixated on like how could a mother do this what kind of mother doesn't love her child and all that kind of stuff but then it's like you think about you know those crazy mothers who murder their children. And it's like, well, if that is something that can happen, then, you know, obviously those mothers don't love their children. And, you know, at least mine didn't take the more extreme route and I'm still here, <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, it, it just really was one of those things that made so much sense once I came to terms with it. Was it easy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But yeah.
0: Yeah and I think a lot of people really get stuck in that don't they because mm-hmm. because we as a society you know the mother is the person who's supposed to care for us and love us and that's what we mm-hmm. believe we we deserve and of course mm-hmm. we do deserve that but if your mother is not that person and in the end it's not about who you are as a lovable and beautiful human it's just about her and and who she is and her her inability to love you. I hope you got something out of hearing this beautiful share. If you liked this mini episode edition, please share it with someone you know needs to hear it. Post it on Instagram and tag me in. I would love to connect. I love you. I believe in you. And I'll talk to you again soon.